Hi, everybody. Welcome to Let's Talk Care, the combed education podcast. This is Aras. Um, I hope you are having a fabulous day, a fabulous month, a fabulous summer. I have a very short and sweet episode today. I saw a lot of people uh, have this topic of conversation come up, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram or just within our salons. And I wanted to uh, shed some light on what I know to be true. If you're new here, the Let's Talk Hair podcast is a podcast that I created within Combed Education, which is a learning platform for this industry. So I've been in this industry for 21 years. I feel like it is my job, my duty, my calling to help inspire and empower you through all of the lessons that I have learned in being a business owner, in mindset, in hair color, in salon life, in all of the things that make up this industry. And so this podcast is a way of contribution for me. So if it is your first time here, welcome. And for those of you, my comies, if you've been listening, welcome back. Uh, Like I said, today's short, sweet to the point. Let's talk about salon color versus box color. Why is box color so bad? Um, And I'm going to talk about what I know to be true. So first, one of the main differences in professional salon color and box color, meaning they get it at Rite Aid or Walmart or Target or whatever, is first and foremost the size of the color molecules that are being delivered into the hair shaft differ between the two. Most box color or drugstore colors, I call them OTC color, like over the counter, they contain both oxidative dyes and direct dyes. So if you know anything about direct dyes, you know that they're preformed dyes, they're larger in size, and they typically live in the cuticle or around the cuticle layers. They are difficult to get into the cortex due to how big they are. They are larger in size. They also also have a tendency to stain the cuticle layers if left on for too long, especially on porous hair. So what I found is that the direct dyes that are used in box color are not the same as the direct dyes that are used in some of the demi-permanent colors that are made for hair. The dyes that are used, these direct dyes that are used in box color or OTC color are like food color type. They're typically positively charged, making them almost impossible to remove. Healthy hair has a negative charge. If something has a positive charge, it kind of attracts to each other like a magnet and sticks. I talked about this a couple weeks ago in the hard water and mineral buildup episode on why these minerals stick to the hair and a lot of it has to do with the charge. So these t- these direct dyes that are used in OTC color, they're typically positively charged, making them literally almost impossible to, uh, to remove from the hair. So secondly, most OTC hair color comes in a liquid also requiring a larger color molecule. So when you have your uh, permanent color in a cream consistency, those dye molecules, the precursors are mixed up together with all the like solvents and surfactants and all the conditioning agents. But when you're dealing with it in a liquid form, it requires a larger color molecule. So in order to get it to penetrate in the hair shaft, this larger molecule, you need a higher developer and also a higher alkalinity of color. 
So I talked about um, last week what alkalinity does is it softens and swells the cuticle layer. It expands the hair so that these dyes can get in. So if you're dealing with color molecules and color dyes that are larger, you need higher alkalinity to be able to soften and swell that hair enough to get these large dyes in. Okay, so and you need a higher developer to push these larger dyes in. So typically OTC color, uh, that developer that it comes with is usually a 25 to 30 volume. And again, they're much, much higher in alkalinity or ammonia. So again, remember last week I talked about ammonia and peroxide. So because these molecules are so much larger and they have the direct dyes, these OTC box colors, they need more ammonia and uh, more developer. So this is where some of the like, oh, box color is bad. It's not bad, you just have to know what it is. And this whole metallic salts and box colors, that's not typically the case, guys. Typically those metallic salts that like cause the hair to do all kind of funky shit, those are more in like the just for men or color your beard, like the five minute, those kinds of products have some metallic salts, but your typical box color, like your, I don't even know the names of it, but it's just higher ammonia, larger color molecules, higher developer. But the biggest problem with this is that most clients who use OTC color, they don't just apply it to the roots. I've seen it, my grandma used to do it. She would just squirt it all over her head and smush it all through. So, and, and like she would do that over and over every three weeks, smush it all the way through. So essentially they're using a higher alkalinity product with a stronger developer on hair that doesn't need that, right? So over time, over ammoniating or using too high of an alkaline product on the hair over and over and over again with a higher developer over and over and over again is going to cause the hair to get damaged. It's going to lose shine. The color is going to fade quicker. The color is going to fade off tone, especially because box color does fade a lot off tone because of the fact that they're using oxidative dyes and um, direct dyes. So once the oxidative or once the direct dyes fade, that oxidative dye is what's left and sometimes it's really off tone. I found that to be true sometimes with Shades EQ too. Not talking smack on shades, I know y'all love it, but some of them have direct dyes as well. So they kind of fade a little um, funky. So in the salon, you know, as professionals, we would use a demi on the ends, right? We might even tone with a semi. We might refresh with something that's not as highly alkaline. We're definitely not using 20 or 30 volume to refresh the ends. Um, or maybe even you would choose a, a like I said, a demi-permanent color to ensure that the hair doesn't get overly damaged. So essentially, the main reason why box color is so bad is because of the higher ammonia levels, because of the higher developers, and the client overusing and coloring the ends each time over and over again with that same high alkalinity, high developer, larger dyes, like that's what causes the damage. It's not that box color is bad, it's just, I mean, it's not the best, but the reason, um, and I'll tell you this, and this is a very unpopular opinion, black box dye like there's this whole thing on the industry black box dye black box dye they use it's the same shit i mean black is black black is a bitch to get out whether it's done from a box or from color charm at sally's or from what you're getting at salon centric or whatever color line you use black is a bitch to get out it's not because it's box dye the reason 
that these quote unquote box dye black haired clients are so difficult to lift is not because the box dye is bad. It's because they've used it over and over and over and over again with that high alkalinity, with those larger color molecules, with those higher uh, volumes of developer. So the hair is shot to shit. That's why it's harder to lift it. But even if you had a client with whatever color line you use, if you did black on it over and over and over and over and over again, it's going to be a bitch to lift. So I'm not in any way, shape or form a fan of box color. I'm not telling you it's fine and everybody should use it. Like, that's not what I'm trying to say. But what I'm trying to say is don't blame the box color when it's typically user error, when it's the clients who don't know how to use it properly. Box color is hair color. I mean, granted, the, the direct dyes that they use are kind of funky. But at the end of the day, it's it's what's bad about it is that it's it's got that higher ammonia. You're needing to use higher developer to get those bigger molecules in, and the clients are just smushing it all the way through. Like just squirt it and smush it and just fry the hair. That's what happens. That's why box color is bad. Um, <clears throat> so, anyways, I hope that this gives you a little bit of clarity. I hope it clears a little a little some things up. Um, you know, let's not blame the box color. Let's educate the clients. Granted, I'm not, again, I'm not a fan of box color. I think I shared with you um, a few episodes ago on why I support smaller distributors because, oh no, it wasn't. It was on Instagram. Um, but, you know, Schwarzkopf is a professional line and now they have box color. So I, I just went off on a tangent. That's completely irrelevant. The whole point is why is box color so bad? Hopefully this gave you a little bit of clarity. Let's not blame the client. Let's educate the client. Let's offer them what they need so they don't feel the need to have to go to the box, right? Like the box is bad. Come sit in our chair. We got you. Anyways, until next time, guys, happy hair coloring.